Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. Okay, great. But before I get there, I need to, I want to go back to last week. I was talking about grace. I want to talk about grace. Um, as you know, everyone has uh, that one area in the house with all the bags that you save. Mine's just underneath my bed. I just put it underneath my bed, and that's, that's how we do ours, you know? So if you get a bag that you probably gave me a gift in, and I recycled it, and I gave it back to you, just know that, hey, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all love. It's all love. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray, Lord Father. We pray, Lord Father, you continue to show up in our lives, Father. You continue to show off in our lives, Father. You continue to show us love. You continue to show us mercy. You continue to show us who you are always and forevermore, Father. I pray for all those that are watching online, Father, to encourage them today, this morning, Father. Encourage them to allow them to understand that they are not alone. They are not forsaken. They are more than enough as long as they receive you as their Savior. We just pray, Lord Father, that as they're watching online, Father, they can just feel a, a warmth in their heart right now, Father. Through the worship, they should be feeling a warmth, Father. Through, through the word, they should be feeling a warmth in their heart, Father. Through this prayer, they should be feeling the warmth in their heart, Father, that you provide us every day. Father, so I pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, we all say, Amen. Amen. So, you see, when we access grace, this is grace. When we access grace, it says, you know, what does it say? Merry Christmas? Yeah, that's, no, no, it's grace. It's grace. When we access grace, we learn the meaning of all that we have to go in through this life. The word grace means unearned. It means undeserved. It means undeserved favor. Therefore, the good news is that grace has nothing to do with you. I don't know. I'm asking this question. Have you ever received a gift and just gave it back automatically? Somebody said yes. Patty, she said, I'm sorry, Pablo. I'm sorry. <laughs> that girl needs some Jesus. <laughs> Have you ever received a gift and then just returned it back? Just like, I can't take this. See, this is, this is what grace does. Grace is giving to us without anything that we can do to make it happen for us. It just, God gives it to us automatically. And that's hard to understand because we live in a society where we feel that we have to do something to receive some form of blessing. But God gives grace to us. Oh, what's up, Ez? I see my cousin Ezra over there. How you doing, Ezra? He's in the house. You see, grace is, is exciting. You know why? Because it doesn't matter what skills you have. Right. It doesn't matter what qualifications you have here on earth. It doesn't matter what, 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 what professions you may have. This comes to you automatically. The form of grace comes to you automatically to the way in the form that it just doesn't make sense because you're saying, I am horrible. I shouldn't receive this. I shouldn't have this in my life. But why are you giving it to me? And God is saying, because I can. As I said last Sunday, sometimes we put God inside of a box and we limit his capabilities in our life. But grace when grace is given to us, we have to automatically take it because it belongs to us. When I have my cookies at home, 
My kids try to take them. I say no. I bought the Great Valley cookies for you. These are my cookies. I worked hard for these cookies. You see, I worked hard for these cookies. These cookies, these cookies, this ice cream, this Turkey Hill style ice cream. I worked hard for this ice cream or this cookie or 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 the thing is we work hard for it, but we haven't worked hard for this grace. Are you getting me? You're probably saying, I'm imperfect. I can't do this. It's, it's not, I, I, I got to read my Bible. I got to pray. I got to, no, this happens even before. Grace is given automatically. Grace is given to you when you look like you, 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 you've been ran over by a train. Grace is given to you. Another way of saying it is that grace is what what God provides for you. Faith is defined as being a positive response to what God has already provided through grace. In other words, faith is your positive response to God's grace. Through your faith, you continue to receive this grace. Through your faith, you continue to receive this faith. I know it's sometimes hard to believe because I sometimes have moments like, God, I'm, I, I, I don't deserve your, your grace, Father. And God tells me, boy, shut up. It's not about you. It's about what I'm giving to you. Are you listening? So hear me out. God has already provided grace. We only need to provide our faith. It's hard, though. Because we live in this world where everything is chaotic. We live in this world where we can't pay our bills. We live in this world where we need certain kind of certifications to determine who we are. We live in this world where what we believe is actually wrong for some people in this world. But we're not from this world. We're not from this world. The God that we believe in, it's hard for other people to understand because they can't see him. But they believe in the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Are you understanding the kind of faith that you need? We have so much faith in people and God gives us the grace, but we limit his abilities in our life. Are you understanding? Yo, it's so true, man. Sometimes I'm around people, they're like, oh, we're going to do this this week. We're going to do that this week. We're going to do this and that. And it's amazing. I can't wait. I want to say uh, that uh, Rob and Gladys went to the 76ers game yesterday, and they had a great time. Give them a round of applause. Huh? Even though they lost, lost, Robert had faith that the Sixers were going to win. But that's the problem. We have faith. There's nobody here that can give us more than God. There's nobody here that can dig us out of that ditch that we put ourselves into. And you're like, what? Yes. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. I don't even have this in there because this is from my, my, my script from last week. It says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So that you can't boast, God is saying, I'm going to give you this grace. Because you can't even 
you can't even comprehend why this grace is working for your life. You cannot develop this kind of grace that I'm giving to you. You cannot even think about this form of grace that I'm giving to you. Now, it's hard because, again, we, we do a lot of comparisons in our lives, and we were like, oh, man, I can do this. I can do that. I'm successful. I'm this. I'm that. But spiritually, we are dead. Spiritually, we have no hope. Spiritually, we are frustrated. We are angry. We smile on Monday or we smile here in church, but we are broken inside. God says, I give you grace. You just have to have faith that the grace that I give you is sufficient. That there's nothing that you can do that can add to the grace that I give you. That the grace that I give you is good enough. But for some reason, again, we continue to walk backwards. Romans 5, 5. I got this. This is from my scripture that I've been reading. I've been reading from the book of Romans chapter 5. 1 through 5. For four Sundays, we've been talking about Romans. This, this verse. This, this, these four verses. This five verses. We've been talking about this. Romans says. This is what Pastor Jose does. And hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts. Through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us, who has been given to us, who has been given to us, God has given us grace. That's good. That's a good point. It's given. It's been given. It's been given. There's nothing that you can do. You can be, I don't know, you can be doing the worst thing that you can imagine, but you can't dictate what God gives to you. You can't determine what God gives to you. Oh, God, I need this right now. No, God is saying, take it. Take it. He loves you. He cares for you. He, he wants more of you. And that's why he gives you that grace that we say that we don't deserve, but he continues to give it to us anyway. The characteristic of hope in God generates confidence in his promise. You see, trusting in God does not shame us or it shouldn't. Rather, it should reinforce us because of the, the, the uncertainties that he fulfills. The certainties, not the uncertainties, the certainties that he fulfills his promises in our lives. Romans 9, 33 says, God warned them of this scripture when he said I am placing a stone in Jerusalem that makes people stumble a rock that makes people uh, makes makes them fall but anyone who trusts in him will never be this who is that stone who is that rock it's going to make you feel some type of way sometimes. God is going to make you feel some type of way. It's like, oh, man, you serious? Yeah, yeah, son. Yeah, daughter. You need Jesus. You need this stone that's going to make you uh, 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 trip over your own feet. You need this, 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 this stone or the rock that's going to make you fall. But anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Your hope does not fear because it rests on the character of God. 
We worship a God who is eternal, unchangeable, a faithful, a loyal God, an unwavering God, a steadfast God, a dedicated God, a committed God, a trusted God, a trustworthy God, a dependable God, a reliable God. That's the kind of God we serve. If you're having doubts, that's because that's you. That's not God. This is why we can count on him. That is also the reason why no one can shake our future because of him. No one can shake the things that God has in our lives further down the line in our lives. No one can shake it because they can't amount to the skill level as God. They're just regular people. But sometimes we allow people to get on our nerves and we allow people to take control. And God is saying, stop. You're more than enough. You're more than a conqueror. Hey, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He is not changeable. His confidence originates in the understanding of God's integrity in in dealing with us. He never disappoints us in life's issue. Trusting in God should never allow you to have distorted confidence in who he is in your life. Trusting in God should never, should never should never you're probably going through so many obstacles right now you're probably facing so many trials right now but it shouldn't it shouldn't distort your confidence in who he is in your life Amen. God's love has been poured into our hearts God's love has been poured into our hearts God's love reassures hope It is a love that is poured into our hearts. The word poured means that God poured his love into your heart in the past with the result that it remains in your heart. There's nothing that can shake the love of God from being inside of your heart. It's already there. It's already there. I don't know. It's it's already there. Love is a gift from God's hand. This gift began from salvation. The moment that you receive Jesus in your life, you receive that gift. The moment that you allow Jesus to come into your life, you receive that gift. He poured his love, poured, poured, past tense. He already did it. He poured it out into your life. You see, that there is no step-by-step disbursement of God's love. God just doesn't say, I'm going to give you a little bit of love here, a little bit of love there, a little bit of love there. He doesn't do that. God just says, you want it? There you go. Bam. Amen. Do you want it? Bam. In Spanish, tu quieres? Like, like, bam. Like, this is what God does. This is, this is, what, this is what God does. He gives us the love that we're unqualified to get. But he makes us qualify. Are you getting this? When I was reading this, people were like, man, you've been reading about Romans. I said, wait, wait, like, what did it say? Wait, did it get part? Um, but verse 5 of Romans 5, verse 5, it just breaks it all. It opens your eyes more because his love is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. His love is poured out into you. It's already been poured out. The moment that you receive Jesus as your Savior, it's already been poured out. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from the love of God. There's nothing. 
You see, justified people do not have to work for God's love. We have his love. You are justified. You are are made complete because you have him in your life. So when you receive Jesus as your personal savior, he embraces you with love, a form of love that even you can't control. This love you can't even control. This love is even more deeper than the love that you have with your wife or with your husband. It's deeper. This is some amazing news because we are living in a world where people are feeling like they're all alone in this journey. We're living in a world where people are feeling that they're not enough. We're living in a world where people are being more suicidal than ever before. We're, we're in, a, in a world where, where people are more depressed than anything in, in, in the world. We're, we're in, in, in this world where people are like, I don't want to live anymore. I'm tired of this lifestyle. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. And Jesus is saying, come to me. Come to me so that I can pour my love into you. Titus 3.6 says, He generously pours out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. The only way to get the Holy Spirit is by accepting Jesus as your Savior. As soon as you accept Jesus as your Savior, what happens? The Holy Spirit enters. The Holy Spirit enters into your life, and then you're made into a new creation, and then you're not the way you used to be. You're made totally different. You think different. You probably dress different. If not, it's still God. It's still working in your life. Don't think that things are going to take, you know, it's going to take some time, but God is already planted into your life. The Spirit is already in you as soon as you receive Jesus as your Savior. His love changes everything. Not your love, his love. His love changes everything. The Holy Spirit is the gift. We receive this gift at the moment of salvation. The word through indicates that the Holy Spirit is the agent of God. He is the ambassador of God. He's the representative of God. He's a piece of God. God gives the Holy Spirit to us to guarantee. God gives us the Holy Spirit to us, guaranteeing that we have not misplaced our expectation. God is giving us the Holy Spirit to say, where you can say to yourself, I still got this because I still, I still feel the presence of God in me. Even when you have moments of doubt, because you're going to have moments of doubt. The key thing is that now you have the Holy Spirit that lives in you. That reminds you that you're going to get through it. That you're going to make it out in the other side. It's going to be okay. Now, it's hard. It's hard because we live in this sinful world. But what's excellent is that God makes us new. He makes us completely new where we don't think about the hurt anymore. We may go through it, but we have the answers that control the outcome of that hurt. Jesus. 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 His love will not fail us. But we at times will feel like we have failed him happens all the time there's moments where I'm like God I'm sorry I probably messed up the morning prayer I wasn't awake all the way God and then I get a text message saying I needed to hear that word I need to I need to hear those verses that you spoke about this morning and then that just makes me feel better it it, it overjoys my spirit in a way that I'm like God you're you're in control of this because sometimes I don't even know what I'm about to say I have a script but I don't know which way it's going to go Because I'm allowing God to take control. I'm allowing God to maneuver where I'm going to go with what I say. I have a script. I do read my script. 
But I want to allow God. I don't want to be so scripted that I don't allow God to work in me. You see, the Holy Spirit is God himself. God himself is in you. God himself is in you. Genesis 1, 1 to 2. Put that up. I'm going to read today. I'm going to read today. I I did 53 days of prayer. (laughs) Well, we did like 30 days of prayer. I'm going to read today. I've been reading a lot. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Go. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the water. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is God in you. The Spirit of God is God in you. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and say, God, speak to me. Help me out. I need you. Help me out. I don't understand. Mark 1, 9, 12 says, At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth, in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus, ahead. just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And the voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. God descended from heaven and and in the form of a dove and said, you are my son. You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Acts 15, 8. God who knows the heart. God who knows the heart showed that he accepted them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Are you listening? Acts 2.33 God has raised Jesus to life and we are all witness of of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has has poured out what you know, now see, and hear. You see, the Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit is God. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is God. Yeah. I don't know about you. I don't, I don't know you guys are receiving this. This don't make no sense. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is God. Yes. God is in you, man. Yes. God is already there. God is saying, hey, I'm here. You just got to call out to me. You see, sometimes we're praying for our kids. Sometimes we're like, Lord, protect our kids. Maybe they're adults and you're praying for them right now. And when they were kids, when they were kids, you already sowed that seed into their lives. And you're saying, God, I've been praying for a long time, God. I want you to know that God is in them. Continue to pray for them. Continue to pray for them. God is there. God is moving. God is shifting things. God is moving things. God is making sure that, guess what? They also have to live through an experience. And they ought to know where God shows up and shows off in their life. But continue to pray for them. Continue to to look for them. I'm telling you, man, the Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit is God. If you are a follower of Jesus, these verses show you to thank God for giving you his spirit, man. I thank you, Lord. Come on. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for giving me your spirit this morning. I thank you, Lord, for showing me your love this morning. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Woo!
told. What does the Holy Spirit do? The Holy Spirit has many different roles. But the first thing to understand is that the Holy Spirit is given to people who believe in Jesus. If you don't believe in Jesus, you have no Holy Spirit. If you don't believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, you have no Holy Spirit. We have to believe in Jesus. We have to believe in who he is. And as soon as we believe in him and accept him into our lives, we receive the Holy Spirit. You see, to connect them together, you see, the Holy Spirit is given to people who believe in Jesus to to connect them together with God and help them become more like him. For believers, listen up. For believers, the experience of eternal life does not begin when you die, but when we trust in Jesus. The experience of eternal life does not begin when we die, but when we trust in Jesus. If you're not experiencing eternal life right now, it's because you're not trusting in Jesus. See, God places his spirit within us. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 1, 21, 22. It is God who enables us along with you to stand firm for Christ. He has commissioned us and he has identified us as his own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts. As the first installment that guarantees that everything he has promised us. This is just this is, this is, make sure that you understand when he has given you the Holy Spirit. He's saying, I'm coming. I'm coming back. This is just to help you along your journey. The Holy Spirit, a little piece of me is in your heart right now. A little, a little piece of the Holy Spirit is inside of you right now. Don't lose hope. Don't, don't lose control. Understand that he is faithful. Understand that he is a piece of me. Understand that when you're in doubt, seek the Holy Spirit. When you're hurting, seek the Holy Spirit. When, when, when you need answers, pray and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit prays to you even when you don't have anything to say. Throughout the Bible, the Holy Spirit equips people for ministry. It gives insights and and wisdom. It teaches people how to interpret God's word. It communicates with the Father. Oh, 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 can't do it right now. My tongue. Holy Spirit teaches people how to interpret God's word, communicate with the Father on people's behalf. You see, the Holy Spirit is already communicating for you on your behalf. You have a helper who lives in you. Are you understanding that that, that the Holy Spirit is there interceding for you? The Holy Spirit is there preparing the atmosphere for what God has for you. As he's praying on behalf of you, the Holy Spirit also empowers believers to live according to God's design. This ain't easy. This walk isn't easy, but it is capable. You can do it. You just have to press in a little bit more. Seek him out a little bit more. You see, the work of the Holy Spirit, Galatians 5.22 says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There is no law against these things. 
There is no laws against these things. There is no laws against these things, man. Let me tell you something. I'll have an example that I want to share with you guys. It's kind of funny. Rob, can you come here? Yeah, Rob. Come on, Rob. Come on, Rob. <laughs> Come on, Rob, man. Help me out. All right. You gonna help me out with this, all right? The world brings tribulation. I'm done for you later, okay? Rob, can you blow this up? The reason why I picked Rob is because Rob is a fit man of God. I see him all the time doing exercise. And if it was up to me, I wouldn't be able to do that, what he's doing right now. All right, you can start right there. Good job, Tie it up. Rob. Come on, Rob. I thought you were skilled. Come on, man. <laughs> Rob, put your name on her. Put your name right there. Big, big, big. Rob. Rob. This balloon represents you. Okay? This balloon, all the little... All of the little circular items represents all of your dreams, your goals. It represents who you want to be. Who you want to be. Who, 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 where you want to be in life at the end of this journey. Okay? Hold it. Remember that I told you about the furnace? Yeah. I was talking about the furnace. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. This is the furnace. I'm a... <laughs> Tribulation brings fire to your life. Tribulations bring struggle into your life. Tribulations bring pain into your life. So the first moment that you go through some form of tribulation, what happens, um, Rob, when you put that balloon on, on fire? Wait, stop, stop. Rob, these are your dreams. These are your goals. These, these are all of the things you want God to answer. All the prayers you want God to answer. But when you act with no faith and you go through life with no faith and with no gift of the Holy Spirit, what happens? See, this is, this is how life is without the Holy Spirit. You just blow up. All your dreams, all your goals are unreachable. They can't happen. You have no grace. You have, you have no further protection. So, Rob, can you light that up again? You know how to do this, right? All right, good. This is a special one. It was in my back pocket. I, I don't know. So this one's going to be different. 
Because this one, I got some water. That's going to represent the Holy Spirit. All right? All right? This water is going to represent the Holy Spirit. So God does this to you. As soon as you receive Jesus in your life, remember, God is the gardener. And whatever fruit doesn't produce fruit, he cuts off, he prunes off. So he starts to pump his water, representing the Holy Spirit. And then... Right, whatever. Let's see if this works. I did it over there as a test. Just open the water. He's like, open up wide. Ready? 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 And slowly and slowly, your life starts to fill up with the presence of God. And slowly and slowly, your life starts to fill up with His love and grace. Hold it, hold it, hold it. All right, take it out. I'm going to take it out, all right? And then God says, you know what else I'm going to do to you? I'm going to blow into your life. I'm going to blow into your life the air that produces life. That even though you go through these struggles, you're going to know me. So God does it differently. He, He takes a piece of gum. The world produces crazy air. The world produces issues and stank. Yeah. I'm going to do this one, so if it messes up, you know. Yeah, I got you. He gets a piece of gum. It's all nice and minty now. And he starts to blow. He starts to give you life. This life has the Spirit, Holy Spirit. It has grace. This one's gonna be tinier because this is gonna represent me. Y'all can pop this one. What do you see? As I shake it, your body continues to fill up with grace. Your body continues to fill up with hope. Your body continues to fill up with those answered prayers that you've been looking for. Rob, this spoon is going to represent you. Okay? But I'm going to hold it this time because if in case something happens, it's all on me. We're going to write grace down here. We're going to write Holy Spirit. And then we're going to finish off with some Jesus.
you're filled with grace. Now you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And now because you receive Jesus, it's all complete now. And then God does this through your tribulation. Thank you, Rob. Here, you can have these pack of gums. They're on me. <laughs> See, because, you know, I'm a teacher. We do a lot of science projects at school. And I was like, that represents grace. That represents the Holy Spirit. That represents who Jesus is in our life. We have to understand who he is in our life all the time entire time the Holy Spirit says what the Father tells him to say John 16 33 he says when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth he will not speak on his own he will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come when the Holy Spirit gives believers the power to share their faith this is what happens when you're feeling like you can't share the gospel because you don't have the Holy Spirit completely in you you're still struggling you haven't said God activate yourself completely in my life you have not done that but when you continue to look for God the Holy Spirit gives believers the power to share their faith Acts 1:18. listen you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth this is our job we become ambassadors of our Heavenly Father The Holy Spirit produces God's love in our in, in human hearts. Romans 5 5. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Again, the Holy Spirit. Again, the Holy Spirit is amazing. The Holy Spirit makes you more than qualified. See, God's love has been poured already into our lives through the way of the Holy Spirit. The world, the, the, the word poured means that God poured his love into our hearts in the past with the result that it remains in our hearts. This is a gift that is never going to end. This is a gift that's never going to be thrown to the wayside. This is a gift that's going to continue to, to, to develop more inside of you. You see, the Holy Spirit again is a gift. The first balloon blew up. These were all the dreams. Now you're like, what happened to the dreams? No. The dreams are still here. They're just being strengthened. Amen. They're just being manifested into possibilities. That's right. I shouldn't be up here. I should not be up here. But because of my faith in God, he allowed me to be up here. See, do you want to feel God's love this morning? Yes. Do you want to feel God's love this morning? Allow the Holy Spirit to wrap you up in his presence. Allow him to wrap you up in his presence. In the presence of God today, you are not alone in this journey. You are not forgotten. You, you have not been tossed to the wayside. You are not the only one going through issues. We all go through issues. But what defines us as different in comparisons to everyone else in this crazy world is that what we have who lives in us the Holy Spirit 
the precious gifts of God, who is a peace of God that lives in us, that allows us to not get distracted. Let me tell you something. When you have the Holy Spirit completely inside of you, you cannot be distracted. There's no distraction that's going to come to you that's going to say, you can't do this. You're not going to amount to anything. No, the Holy Spirit says, no, you got this. You got this. You see, I want you to all understand this morning that God is on our side. He is for us. He is not against us. The tests, the obstacles, the storms we experience can distort our views of God at times. Yes, because we're human. But remember who lives in us. A piece of God lives in us. A piece of the creator lives in us, and that's the Holy Spirit. And the only way to get the Holy Spirit is through Jesus. It's through his love. It's through accepting Jesus as your personal savior. I don't know how many times I can say this, but this is who we are. This is who we are supposed to be. People who continue to be the light in this world through the help of the Holy Spirit. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.